following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you or where you'll be traveling or vacationing, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com from Ann Arbor on Michigan State at Michigan on Saturday night. Tim Stout from East Lansing on the Spartans. Doug Skeen later in the show along with Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider. Our huge question of the day presented by Bud Light is getting a lot of action. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, the GM? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now will call Van Andel Arena home all season long in downtown GR. Game one at the Van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets of Van Andel Arena box office. And everywhere you get your concert and sporting event tickets. Let's get out to some of the audience members who have been hanging on. Their thoughts on Faith and Dan Campbell, John and Kalamazoo, listening on 96 one the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Hi, uh, huge. Good to talk to you again. Uh, I do need to apologize to you. The last time I called in, I was a little inebriated. I, we were both melting down over that loss to the Vikings. Well, yeah, you sound much better, so I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> well, one thing is I didn't watch the game yesterday. I read about it this morning, and I thought I'd watch it later in condensed form, and I read the article, and I'm still trying to decide if I want to watch it just to see what happened. But... Uh, I uh, do I have faith uh, less now than I did? That's for sure. After these last two games, I'd say more. I have hope, and that's what us Lions fans have been stuck with throughout several coaches over quite a long time. But I've got. To, I'm going to read you a list because it was interesting to hear Lomas talk about how we got set back years. So I just I made a list, and I could only think of four right off the top of my head, but I'll think you will find the theme. Darius Slay, Quandre Diggs, A. Sean Robinson, who just 
had a, a amazing performance with the Rams in their Super Bowl victory last year, and Kyle Van Noy. Those are all players that that were div- well. I'm going to say develop on the Lions, but Kyle Van Van Noy really never played for us until the Patriots. Uh, took him. He didn't play much at all, and then he was a star there. I mean, we've had all this talent that has run through this team through these different regimes that we couldn't keep. So it's going to take a while to build this roster. We're suffering from injuries right now. You know, on the offense, most of our top players are out. And then, of course, golf is just reverted. I don't know what is going on with him. I was having faith that they were that they knew how to coach him out of his bad habits. But I know one thing, I don't need to watch that game on tape to see what I read about. I read about, you know, this defense probably getting behind him, strip sacking him, uh, him throwing interceptions. He can't do that. So I'm, I'm left with hope. There's my answer. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate you listening in Kalamazoo on 96.1 that you can hear in Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, and also over in Muskegon. Your thoughts on faith in Dan Campbell. Loma said it's one more year after this that the Ford family knew the mess they allowed to happen with keeping Patricia and Quinn around. I'm not saying firing the guy. I'm just saying, do you have faith in him? I, I have faith in Brad Holmes. I think he supplied some good talent, missed on some, but for the most part, I'm happy with the GM on this side. one 838 4843 that's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Tom in Wisconsin, listening either on the iHeart app or at thehugeshow.net on the live web stream. You're on the Huge Show across Michigan. Hey, huge. Say, I, I called in a couple of weeks ago, and and you disagreed with uh, my commentary, which was exactly what Lomas is saying. I mean, if you don't have faith in Campbell and Holmes, do you have faith that the Fords are going to hire the right people, given that they have never ever, ever hired the right people? Has any Lions coach ever gone on to be the head coach in any organization? I mean, at some point you have to look within and say the culture is all wrong and it's all wrong at the top. I think they make plenty of money because the fans show up and the fans show out, just like Lomas said, and I think everybody's happy if you own the team. Everybody except the fans. That's, that's what I got to say. Well, thank you, Tom in Wisconsin. And remember, on the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show. You can listen anywhere in America, uh, weekday afternoons, 3 until 6. 1-866-838-4843. Do you have faith in Dan Campbell? Brett in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. You're on The Huge Show. Huge. Thanks for taking my call, man. Um I would say I have faith in Dan Campbell, but my faith wavers a little bit with Brad Holmes. And I only say that because he's taken such big risks on uh, early draft picks. You know, anytime you take a risk on a first and second round pick, like he's kind of reached a bit for players that have a little bit of an injury past. And those are the types of guys that really need to step up when um, the second season comes along, like the sophomore season, like Levi owns owns Arike, Pascal just starting to play this year. Jameson Williams hasn't played yet. And I just think that, the reaches that he's made on free agents as well that have kind of had injured, you know, I don't know, injury tendencies in their earlier career. And look at DJ Shark and them guys. I know he didn't give out lucrative deals for those guys. He did one-year deals, which is awesome. But 
I just think that it hasn't really panned out because those guys just keep getting injured, you know, and I just I think it's too much of a reach in the first two rounds to do that. So I'll leave it at that. All right. Thank you, Brett and Grand Haven, Dan and Spring Lake, keeping it on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Hey, hey huge. Hey, Dan. I, I do have faith. I, I do have faith in Dan Campbell. And the reason being is it's hard to find a coach where the players actually like really playing for him. And you can tell we do play hard. We don't have the talent. We're building the talent. It's going to take a little bit of time as much as we hate it. And, you know, as much as I want to say that Brad Go- or, uh, not, or uh, Goff was going to be the answer, I think everybody sees that he's not. And that quarterback is going to be an issue. And we need to make sure that we find a quarterback in the draft or, or something in in free agency to be able to help. And then you have the defense that'll be able to complement the offense. I'm happy with what the defense did this past Sunday. However, I'm still not sh- uh, uh, sold on Glenn on bringing that defense to the next step. I, I still think we need a bit, need a little bit more talent on that side of the ball. And, uh, you know, injuries don't help, but everybody's going through injuries right now on the offensive side of the ball. We just, and the next guy up is just going to have to step up. But we need, we need a little bit better of a leader than we do with Jared Goff. All right. Thank you, Danny and Spring Lake, home of the Lakers. Solid sports program there. Tuning in and on 96 1 the game. Like I said, Muskegon, uh, Grand Rapids down to Kalamazoo. Let's go talk about Michigan State at Michigan on Saturday night. Spartans 21 and a half point underdogs. It's going to be a, a blue out, I think. Not, not a blowout. I think everyone's supposed to wear blue. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. That's a 7 30 kick Saturday night, right, Chris? Yes, sir. ABC, just as we told you, it'd be probably about a month ago. And uh, the Ann Arbor cops aren't happy about it. I think a lot of Michigan fans probably aren't happy about it, especially the older ones. But it should be a, a pretty nice atmosphere in there on Saturday night. Uh, when that line came out at 21 and a half, was that right about what you expected? Yeah, uh, I think so. And uh, you know what? If you took the green and white off of there and said, hey, this is, if you just looked at the stats and, and the roster and said, this is who Michigan's playing on, on Saturday, you'd say, yeah, that seems about right. Now, at the same time, right, Michigan State is 4-3 and three in the last seven against Jim Harbaugh. Somehow, Jim Harbaugh could easily, easily be undefeated in this series. It's crazy. Uh, you know what? The breaks haven't gone his way, and those generally have a way of evening out. But this is basically Michigan State's season. They've got nothing to lose. They come in here three and four, and it's not going to salvage their season. But I think for a lot of their fans, it would if they uh, if they beat Michigan. That's just kind of how it is. And Michigan could lose this game and still have a chance go, to go into Columbus and win the Big Ten. So um, they've got a ton to lose. So, But I don't think this team is, is the type that succumbs to that type of pressure or thinks about that. I think these guys understand that, uh, you know what, if you saw the Penn State game, for example, how they responded to adversity. The last two years, this team has responded to adversity a lot better than the previous several years of the Jim Harbaugh reign. So I think they're going to be ready for this one. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. He's ready for the game on Saturday night. What do you think are three keys for Michigan to win and three things that would concern you if you saw this on the Michigan State side? Yeah, they got to run the ball, right? And I think Michigan State's going to sell out probably the way Indiana did to and, and put the game on J.J. McCarthy's shoulders. Let's be honest, he missed some plays in that uh, Penn State game and made some plays that, that kept Penn State in it. And if he were to have a bad game and turn the ball over, 
then uh, that's going to even even things out a little bit. So they've got to be able to run it, and I think they will. Michigan State's a little healthier up front. I think Jacob Slade's back, a 315-pound tank in the middle there. So I think that's uh, that's number one. Number two, like I just said, protect the ball. You can't have turnovers in this game. What was it, 14 to 10 game uh, under the under the lights, the monsoon game when John O'Corn was playing. Michigan State won the turnover battle five to nothing and only won 14 to 10. Again, that's going to be another equalizer. And then uh, the third thing I think is pass defense. They've got uh, Jaden Reed and, and uh, some other great receivers there. Uh, Peyton Thorne, you know, is has been inconsistent. This will be probably the best defense he's played yet this year. And uh, at the same time, we've seen Michigan State quarterbacks have career days against Michigan teams, you know, generally not against good Michigan teams. But we're going to see that arm punt offense, I think. It's going to be three steps and, you know what, air it out and see if uh, if they can get some over the top. So they're going to have to be prepared for that. So I think uh, if Michigan State can run the ball, uh, you talked about three other things, if they can run the ball, uh, I think that's going to make it a little trickier. I don't expect them to. I think they're, what, 81st or something like that in the country in, in rushing offense. There's no Kenneth Walker back there this year, so uh, I think that's gonna I, that would be a, that'd be a, su- a surprise. But I think you're going to see some wrinkles, and I don't think that you're going to see them run the ball too much. But if they do, then they're going to have an opportunity to shorten the game. So I think that's something to watch. And, and in, but really, more than anything, you got to slow down that passing offense and those receivers. You take them out of the game, and I think Michigan wins this one handily. I said uh, Peyton Thorne would need a Rocky Lombardi like performance where he's just throwing the ball out of his mind for like 348 and three TDs for Michigan State to have any shot at winning. I don't think their defense is going to shut down the Michigan running game and then Michigan can run and throw at will. I'm saying by 10 just because they could be up 17 and give up a junk touchdown. I I just line up athletes on Michigan State versus uh, Michigan and after I get past Reed uh, and maybe Wyndham, I have a tough time finding Henderson obviously. I have a tough time. I, I see a weighted advantage to Michigan on the athlete scale. Yeah, and I think they didn't. They move Wyndham to middle linebacker. Yeah, just something? they're trying to stop the run. That's what they're trying to do. Right. Right, and you know what? It, it takes more than that. Uh, you know, you move a guy over there. It, you gotta, it takes a while to get some instincts to play that position. So, um, I think that's something that Michigan would try to take advantage of. So, uh, I'd be surprised if they kept it within ten. If you look at the the teams that they've played, they haven't stayed within ten of of the better teams on their schedule. Minnesota's no not very good, and they got absolutely whitewashed by them at home. Uh, you look at what happened at Washington. That wasn't an eleven point game. That was closer to a, probably a three or four touchdown game before. Washington kind of went into a shell there at the end of the game. So, uh, and even I think Maryland didn't Maryland beat them by by ten points or so at least. I think maybe it was twenty seven fourteen. Even so, uh, I'd be surprised if we're that close. I think this is probably I think three touchdowns is about right. And um, you know what? But again, this is going to be one of those games where uh, and and it's, it is cliche. And Jim Harbaugh said it yesterday throughout the records. But in this game, that's absolutely true, right? There's no reason that Michigan State should be four and three against Jim Harbaugh but they are because they found a way and you have to give them credit for that no matter how it happened. The one thing I said in my opening huge opinion today and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us. You can walk it up to kickoff and during the game and afterwards at the Wolverine.com that state has nothing to lose. Michigan's at home. It's national TV. They're top four in the country. They control their destiny back uh, to the college football playoff and another Big Ten championship. This would make state season if they beat Michigan and all the pressure, if there is any self-inflicted, would be on the Michigan side. 
and they always play it that way. Look at last year when they were just just writing this in the column. They were fourth and two at midfield and uh, go for a bomb. They're down by two scores, I think 16 points at midfield late in the third quarter. They go for the bomb, I think, to read and get down to the one-yard line on a low-percentage passing play that cuts the, the deficit to one. They get the two-point conversion. If they don't make that, Michigan blows them out. And uh, you know what? They, they chucked it up, got the play, and give them credit. But that's a low-percentage play. You know, uh, normally you're going to see them try to, you know, a team try to pick up the two yards and keep the drive drive alive. But, you know, that's how they play it. Wing it and uh, kind of a wing and a prayer type of thing. And, and I think that's exactly what you'll see on Saturday. So, but uh, again, at the same time, this Michigan team seems focused and, and more than ever, you know what, and, and listening to Harbaugh, even before the season started, he, he brought up Michigan State at Big Ten Media Day and said, we want to beat Michigan State and Ohio State. That's one of our goals in the same season. And uh, they said they've been circling this one. And there's no question. You know, Donovan Edwards talking about uh, wanting to show no mercy and everything else in one of his recent podcasts. And uh, so they they have their attention this year. There are no excuses. They they have to win this game flat out. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. He also is co-host of the Wolverine podcast with Doug Skeen, who will join us coming up in about 45 minutes, a former Michigan offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. This football team right now where they sit, even with a loss, God forbid they would lose to Michigan State from a Michigan fan perspective, they still would control their destiny like they did last year by winning out. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they are looking at it th- that way, though. Uh, and it's weird because, um, you know, normally it's just like, all right, well, you know, we've got Michigan State. It's a big game and everything else. But uh, last year really got their attention, everything that went wrong and, and how they lost that game that they, they certainly should have won. I think everybody agrees with that. And they were the better football team for, for most of the year. Uh, but, again, stuff happens. If you play a team, you know, uh, ten times and you're only going to lose one and that's the one you lose, that's the one that counts. And so. Uh, but they understand, and they're like, no. Basically, they said no BS this year. They want to leave no doubt and make sure that there's uh, no way that this one gets away from them. But yeah, you're right. They could they could win out and then uh, and play Ohio State for a Big Ten title. The interesting thing to me is that Penn State Ohio State game. Penn State looked much better against Minnesota. That's a tough place to play. I didn't think Ohio State for that score. Anybody who looked at that score and thinks that you know 53-10 over Iowa was uh, an absolute butt kicking. Their offense struggled against that Iowa defense i don't think they're going to move up and down the field against penn state and if you get a couple breaks you can have a, a game like 2016 where they pulled one out uh, when they shouldn't have and and then if you've got a three-way tie at the end of the year if ohio state were to beat michigan uh and penn state had beaten ohio state you know we're getting ahead of ourselves here but then you've got uh, quite the cluster there so lots of football to be played though and i was just looking at the west how bad are they bill uh, i mean this is basically what you've got in these next five games is, is you're playing for the big 10 championship because i don't think there's any team in the west that's going to give anybody from the east any trouble whatsoever this year in the west will lead to a change and again i don't know how they're going to do it because you need that majority vote but i believe they're going to eliminate when usc and ucla come i think they're going to eliminate divisions and and do what the acc is doing that you play a pod group home and away for two years and you move on you you'll protect rivalry games and you'll play, you know, nine conference games, maybe 10 could bump up even more with the multi-billion dollar deal. But I think the divisions have a couple years left in the Big Ten before they're done. I agree. 
It has to, and it's terrible. It's a joke. You know, that, that game, uh, is it's basically just a sacrificial lamb there uh, coming over to play the East team, especially now on that Michigan's back where, where everybody expected they'd be under Jim Harbaugh, and I wrote a column about that this this weekend. You know, I, I talked about Dabo Swinney, and you and I have talked about this in the past, about how, you know what, Harbaugh, why are they giving him so much time? Well, you saw it took Dabo Swinney six years to get Clemson where they were a national power. Now you're seeing Michigan to the point where they've got the depth, they've got everything clicking where they are a legit contender in the Big Ten. They're not just going to go to Ohio State and uh, and lay down. We're starting to see that Michigan's starting to have the talent to compete with them as well, uh, even though Ohio State's certainly talented, more talented offensively. But um, this is uh, this is going to be it's going to be interesting going forward, seeing if they can sustain it with NIL. That's another conversation for another day. But you know what, Jim Harbaugh's got this thing humming right now. And I loved your story I read at the Wolverine.com that Harbaugh wants it. He wants this game, that W, uh, because I, I think he sees Mel Tucker and his ability to recruit. Uh, he looked at what State did last year. He knows State has that card they can play that, hey, Coach Tucker hasn't lost to him yet. So Harbaugh, I think, for the first time, uh, I don't know if I've ever heard a Michigan coach really say they want to beat Michigan State, it's always been they want to beat Ohio State or Notre Dame, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And again, it comes back to you know the part of the with the breaks. So he should not be three and four in this rivalry. I think everybody would would agree with that. And uh, is there a game where a, a punt was muffed? You think? <laughs> so first time since 2015, too, that uh, Sean McDonough is calling the game, and he was the one that did the. Oh yeah, the Mr. Lucky yeah. Charm. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know what? And, and again, stuff happens, but you can tell that he wants it. And I think if they have a chance to leave no doubt on Saturday night, I think you're going to see that happen. Um, the way things have gone in this rivalry for him, if he can make a statement, he talked about Penn State. And boy, that was fun, right? This week, listening to the back and forth between Franklin and Harbaugh about the tunnel. Uh, mishap, but if he he called that one a statement game, a statement win over Penn State. I think if he has the opportunity Saturday night, I think you're going to see him try to make a statement in that one as well. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com. We'll talk later in the week. I'll get your prediction on the game Saturday night at the Big House. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. I'm having a huge Michigan-Michigan State watch party with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade. That will be on Saturday night, kickoff at 7.30. Food and drink specials happening during the game at all Brands locations. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. But join me Saturday night with Mike Brand Sr. And Mike Brand Jr. is doing great things also throughout the state. But I'll be at the Brands in Cascade for the Spartans and the Wolverines. At Saturday night, I'll arrive probably a little after 7 p.m. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell to make the Lions a winning team? Whether it's this year or in the future. You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this. 
winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Telemore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. And before the snow flies, there's still time to get a round of golf in at Tullymore. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, book a tee time, a stay and play package, keep an eye on the weather forecast. They still have great golf remaining this fall before the snow flies. And they have event space and lodging. A wedding, a reception, a business get-together. Even during the winter, you can book an event or a wedding or a reception inside the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. If you want more info, go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. And if you want to get around a golf in before the weather changes and the snow sets in, Go to TullymoreGolf.com. Book that tea time at TullymoreGolf.com. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home and sporting goods is tripping you up, shop Meyer, where one trip saves you lots of trips. Plus, save just for making the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off every gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or use home delivery and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer, where all you need is just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's Michigan State at Michigan Week on The Huge Show and the Michigan Sports Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Spartans and the Wolverines will kick it off at the Big House Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. You can join me for a huge watch party at the Brands in Cascade, east of GR. If you're listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, get there early Saturday and watch the Spartans and the Wolverines. Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m., that also carries the huge show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. in the Lansing area. And Timmy, uh, 21 and a half points on the big board. Michigan State's getting 21 and a half points. If you were walking into a Vegas casino, who you take in Michigan or MSU? Michigan. Why? I just think, Bill, that the moons are stacked up right. Michigan, uh, the way the Michigan people have talked about, I'm talking about their players and coaches, the way they've talked about this game, 
you know, uh, from the end of last season, January, to where they are now. Uh, I, I mean, listening to Harbaugh on the bye week last week, you can tell that this is clearly a more circled game than what it otherwise is. And I just think playing in Ann Arbor, playing at night, with the strength that Michigan has, I just think that they – I don't think they just want to win. I think they want to make a statement that in the state, even though we've struggled the last couple of years and, and lost some games to them that might have been considered upsets, we're the team, you know, blah, 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 the whole deal. I, I think it's a very tough matchup for Michigan State uh, to win. Now, having said that, two years ago in the COVID game, State was a larger underdog and, and there was nobody in the free world that thought they were ever going to win that game going in. And Michigan made Rocky Lombardi the national quarterback of the week that day. Whether that happens again, I would be shocked. I think this Michigan team is much deeper. And I think, Bill, you know, they know what's at stake. I mean, the pressure clearly to me is on Michigan. And it would make Michigan State season and would erase a lot of negativism in the you know in the Michigan State area with another win but to be honest with you, if you said if I walked in and I had to put something down, I, I just think Michigan's that much better, at least for Saturday night. That's how I see it. Yeah, I began the broadcast today, Timmy, saying Peyton Thorne will need a Rocky Lombardi-like big house performance, and that was with no fans with the COVID game. He'll, he'll have to be special. Maybe the guy most were expecting when this season started, and I'm talking over 303 TDs for State to pull the huge upset. Well, I think the other thing, Bill, that's crucial in this game is they've got to stop those two Michigan running backs. And I think Michigan is so much more dangerous with both of them as opposed to just Corum. If Corum was alone, I still like Michigan. But with Edwards, they're a terrific one-two punch. And I don't picture Michigan handing the ball to McCarthy and telling him to throw the ball all over the place against one of the weakest secondaries in all of college football. I don't see them doing that. I see them doing exactly what they did against Penn State. I think they're going to want to control play start to finish so that when McCarthy does throw the ball, uh, he's got guys that are absolutely wide open because they've been able to run effectively. I mean, I think the game has got to be Michigan State defensively. has got to come up with a game play. You know, look, they, they can't make dumb penalties. They need Michigan to help them. They need to get some turn. All the normal things you hear that have to happen for them to get an upset win, I think they have to have. If they can get those and can hang in the game and, you know, maybe make it a game in the fourth quarter, well, you know, the history of this series has been games in the fourth quarter have had some bizarre endings. Look at last year, for example. But I don't see Michigan wanting to give the game ball to McCarthy and tell him to go win it. I just think those two running backs are really good behind that line, and State has been vulnerable there. And I think that's the key to the whole game. If State can slow them down offensively, if they can do that, because you can't ask Thorne to score all those points. He barely got three touchdowns against Wisconsin in regulation, and they struggled to score elsewhere. They couldn't score at all against Minnesota. I just think, Bill, they're going to have to win it on defense, and Michigan will have to help them do it, and I don't see that happening. Neither do I. I think Michigan will win by 10. If Harbaugh has the chance, uh, he'll go for the run-up game. Normally he's pretty cool on that, but you know, Michigan State, this rivalry during Harbaugh's era, outside of exercising the demons with Ohio State last year, you know, those two rivalry games – we're bringing a lot of heat on Harbaugh, and he lost one last year, and he's Lansing found a way to win out until they got drilled 
uh, by Georgia. Should be a good one, though. Anytime Michigan, Michigan State play in any sport, national TV, underneath the lights, should be a big Saturday night. Timmy, always appreciate uh, your thoughts. Before I let you go, what's your prediction on the game? 38-14, Michigan. 38-14, spreads 21.5. That's a cover from Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show is tape delayed and heard weeknights, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in the Lansing area. Timmy, have a great night. Enjoy the game. I'll talk to you next Monday. We'll look back on it. All right, good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Always enjoy it. All right, Tim Stout checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with both Michigan and Michigan State. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Back to the Lions. Do you have faith in Dan Campbell to resurrect this franchise? Do you still have the faith if you had it before the season started or even last year? Answer that question at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And home game number one at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. Tickets for that game and all games are on sale right now at Ticketmaster Outlets, the Van Andel Arena box office, and where you buy your sporting event and concert tickets. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, and they welcome basketball fans with a slam dunk offer. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you're going to automatically receive $200 in free bets. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBED200, when you place your bet. Enjoy this NBA season like never before with a variety of parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and a whole lot more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code SHEPBED200 to win $200, and if either team hits a three-pointer in the game, your wager is on. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older wager, Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations Across Michigan, you're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Auto Value is a large Midwest-based company committed to the values of honesty and integrity in everything we do. From Detroit to Madison, Chicago to Marquette, when you shop at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store, you'll be assured of quality, service, and a huge selection of name brand products and all available in store or online at myautovaluestore.com and as a convenience we offer same day in store pickup or convenient ship to home service now that's auto value and thank you for shopping locally you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com is standing by. I did tell you that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan State is an early 21.5 point underdog at Michigan on Saturday night. I think Comp... Last week when I asked you that, your prediction on what the spread would be, I think you hit 21 and a half right on the number. Is that what I said? Yeah. I think it was Thursday, last time we talked, whenever it was, Wednesday, Thursday last week, uh, maybe even earlier. And I said, what do you think your early gut on the spread? And you said, I think Michigan State will be a 21 and a half point underdog. And they are right now. And I think it'll grow from there. I think more Michigan, more money will go on Michigan. I suspect it might be 22 or 23 by the time they kick off. How, how does Michigan State beat uh, Michigan? A lot of people ask me this question, and I'm like, I think Michigan has to give them short fields, turnovers, pick sixes, punt returns. I don't think State straight up beats them. You're right. Michigan's the better team, and the better team doesn't always win in college football. You know that, but... Um, there's a string of things that need to go favorably. The short field, that, that needs to be one. I mean, Michigan State's going to need a punt return for a touchdown from Jaden Reed, something like that. Provided they can make Michigan punt, you know. Um, need a punt re- need, you know, one or two big plays on special teams. Uh, you know, at least a plus-two advantage in turnovers. Turnovers were a big part in Michigan State's comeback victory last year. So those things need to be part of it. But also, just to get there... Michigan State cannot be steamrolled in ground defense first. You know, Michigan's been running the ball great against everybody. I mentioned last week that Michigan State's not as good as Penn State, and that's true right now from top to bottom. But uh, but Michigan State's run defense will be better than Penn State's. I thought Penn State's gap integrity was atrocious in that game, just not getting people into gaps um, consistently and effectively, and that's not a big surprise if you watched the Miami Hurricane defense last year against Michigan State. So uh, I think Michigan State will be more gap sound on defense. I think Michigan State has good defensive tackles, better defensive tackles than Penn State. 
And Jacoby Winden playing middle linebacker for Michigan State makes Michigan State stronger between the tackles against the run also. I think Michigan will attack the edges. I think Michigan State could be a little bit soft at corner and defensive end against the run. So I think Michigan might look to run outside a little more in this game. But, hey, you know, Michigan State's past defense has been so questionable the last year and a half. That's, a, that's another question. Does, does Michigan go to the air right away? Do they wait and, and do it at their own at, at, at their own discretion, or do they get carried away maybe trying to establish the run too long, which could shorten the game? So how can Michigan State win? A number of things. We touched on a few of them. Stopping the run, first of all. Then you need some cooperation from Michigan. If they, if they, if, if they can contain the run and Michigan spends a lot of clock getting the run going without the big explosive 50-yard touchdown, um, that can shorten the game and and and, and you know keep things re- relatively competitive. And then you have to play great red zone defense like they did last year. Michigan's going to drive, make them drive and kick field goals if possible. It's a long list, but it's possible. How healthy? Uh, before I let you go, Comp, and we'll talk later in the week more about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night. One note for those of you listening on ninety six one, the game in Grand Rapids. I'll be having a huge. Rivalry watch party with Mike Brands Sr. at the Brands in Cascade. All Brands locations across the state will have Michigan and Michigan State on all their TVs Saturday night. Uh, the health of the Spartans going into the Michigan game? It's better. You know, they, they got some key players back on the field for the Wisconsin game, and it showed with Xavier Henderson out there. Communication was better in pass defense. Jacob Slade back at defensive tackle. He's still not quite the Jacob Slade he was last year, but he played a little bit. He played quite a bit, about 30 snaps or so. Then a bye week, so both of those players back on the field, then bye week, so you expect those two guys to get better. So it's a new defense. When you have Slade in there and Henderson back and Winman at middle linebacker, it's a completely it's a different defense up the middle. So... Those two should be back. Kendall Brooks, I mean, they're not saying anything officially, but I'm kind of thinking he might be back. He's a hard-hitting safety they could use in this game also as they need to stop the run. But uh, a lot of the, the health stuff is still pretty quiet. Comp, we'll talk later in the week. Get your prediction on the Spartans at the Wolverines. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. We are wrapping up our number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. And don't forget about the Soren Eagle Water Park and Resort, the upscale accommodations at the retreat, and also their sister property, Saganine, Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, Doug Skeen, who is the co-host of the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast, will get his thoughts on Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night at the Big House. He'll join us here in about 10 minutes. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. Where is this team going beginning Sunday at home against Miami? They can't lose another home game. They can't do it. Last year... When it hit the fan, Campbell found a way to reinstill hope. Legitimate hope. He has to do it again. We'll talk to Jeremy. Our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell? I think I do with Brad Holmes. I don't, I don't believe he needs to be part of this question. 
So you tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer with the Padres, Yankees, and Giants. He'll be in studio tomorrow at 5 o'clock. We'll talk about the new management in terms of baseball operations and what they're doing and they're pushing the right buttons. And John agrees. And he'll break it down from a former major leaguer and former minor league hitting coach perspective. John Vanderwall out of Hudsonville, Michigan, will be in studio here at our 96-1 The Game iHeart headquarters in downtown GR. That will be tomorrow between 5 and 540. Ty Halleck just confirmed for Friday between 3 and 4. The former Michigan State Spartan Greenville Yellow Jacket. I want to give Tom Halleck some love for the culture and program he's rebuilding in Greenville, Michigan. Ty went on to play in the NFL. Does a great job breaking it down. We'll talk about Michigan State Michigan Friday in studio. And his thoughts on his former team, the Lions. He played with the Lions, Jags, and the Bears. That conversation will happen on Friday between 3 and 4. Merrill Hodge... Also back in on the Power Hour on Friday, Mark Ewell will launch the high school football playoffs, soccer playoffs happening, and more. Volleyball district's beginning, so Mark Ewell, the executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us tomorrow at 3.40. You look bummed out, Superfly. Why? Because I'm bucking all the guests? I'm bucking? I'm bucking? You bucking? Vite, vite, yay, yay. I think you get upset when I book the guest, that you feel you're not doing your job, which is correct. <laughs> if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, uh, Google, 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 Spotify, and more. Big. Bad. Huge.